Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. Matt's laughing over there. It must be, is it really loud? Is it loud to you, Matt? Does that sound too loud? <laughs> I think it's like, uh, I think you've got some kind of regular out there where it's capping the volume out, so it just sounds pretty bad. Speaking of capping yes. the volume out, Matt, how's it going? <laughs> um, no, cap. I should mention real quick first, this is uh, episode 30 for Sunday, June 7th, 2015. And Big yeah, video. my name's Shane, and that yeah, like like I mentioned, that overpowering uh, voice right there is Matt, Matthew. I'm Matt. What's going on? Hey, oh. I'm Batman. <laughs> Matt man. Matt. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> How's it going, Matt man? Good. It's going good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Okay, good to hear, good to hear. Uh, Tony. Yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How about you, Shane? Not too shabby. You guys, nice. what are you guys? Uh, so you uh, some black, look black drink beverage? I have a black drink here. I mean, it's, it's just red wine. <laughs> what about you guys? It's a pint glass. Nice. Very oh, classy. Glass. It's classy, yeah. This, this is classy right here. It's, it means I'm serious, but I like to party. And by, and by classy, I mean sort of white trashy. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving Shane uh, some hard times. We're drinking out of a pint glass, and Tony's just drinking straight out of the bottle. That's how he I rolls. I believe you gave him crap for drinking out of a pint glass, but not me. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Give him props. What about Matt? I have a cardboard cup full of water. <laughs> <laughs> cardboard cup. Oh, it's very. very that doesn't stream classy. I don't know what does. At least it's water, I guess. That's oh, uh, out of cardboard. You know, Ooh. it's not. It's not thin in the blood quite as well as what Tony and I are drinking, but w- I'll allow it. I think water does prevent cancer, like wine. Oh, I'm not sure. Be. I don't know if they did any studies on that. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the water. I don't know. Not, not here where there's like radium in the water. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> not well, so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I only drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, should we uh, should we move right along here? Yes. News. It's happening tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry. Sony Music CEO confirms Apple streaming service. This is according to the Sydney Morning Herald. <laughs> no, you can laugh at that, Matt. He he's he has some weird thing with Herald. I don't. I think it's his Harry Potter. Is that is that who that's supposed to be? Anyway, in this case, uh, <laughs> this is a uh, this is the Sydney Sydney Morning Herald. So they hear about things like before anyone else. And in this case, because they say tomorrow, that actually uh, it is indeed. While it may be Sunday here, it is Monday there. And uh, this was according to the Sony Chief Executive Doug Morris. And he's referring to Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, the WWDC, that takes place on Tuesday. That's, uh, well, this says 3 a.m. on Tuesday, uh, AEST, whatever, whichever time zone that happens. But, well, we know it's American Eastern Standard. I guess that, yeah, that probably is what that is. All right. <laughs> Answered my own question. Uh, this will be. Three. 
Wait, 3 a.m.? No, the WWDC is taking place, uh, I think it's tomorrow. Australian, maybe, Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> yeah, they're that's like that's got to be what it is. Okay, okay. Oh, Australian, Eastern. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, because the... Wait, they're not in America? The Arctic. <laughs> Sydney, are you serious? Uh, <laughs> no, Australia. The, the article is... Um, uh, I noticed the article's date actually said uh, 6-8, I believe, so... Was when it was dated, so that's why it, that's where I'm getting that from. Also, plus I've been to New Zealand, and you know I know that that that's literally like the first place that sees sunlight. I think um, ever, ever in history of ever, which came first, the, the New Zealand or the America? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was terrible. The so this will be uh, along the lines of a Spotify or Pandora, one of those. That's essentially uh what is theorized that you know what they're what they're trying to compete with here and don't they already have their own streaming service they, i haven't used it but i thought they already had one they have Apple itunes radio, radio or um, itunes radio yeah they do which iTunes. is like pandora then uh yeah i guess it is more like pandora's yeah it's not but, quite like spotify um so i think one of the big differences here is it's going to be a pay for subscription model and and they're guessing around uh ten dollars a month they're there's nothing been officially announced. We'll hear that on Tuesday, but um, is this supposed to incorporate Beats as well? Kind of, you like know, I've heard one? I've heard that with Beats too. It, they they briefly mentioned Beats in this article, but I okay. I don't know if this is exact. Pro- probably this is yeah. yeah it, that would make sense since they you know um, acquired Beats, and um, it would make sense that they would be using their technology here, uh, kind of utilizing that, but. They've apparently they've already approached names such as Taylor Swift. <laughs> Ooh, oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> According to this uh, <laughs> comment someone put in here, yeah, I, I, I that. really don't think that they're going to get her. I, she seems very uh, yeah. She, uh, she, isn't she, she in her whatever? Uh, what's that? Flaky. That guy's label? No, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, she she said no to Spotify. Didn't she leave them? She cut off a of Spotify, and I think she's a uh, is Jay Z. She's under Jay Z's label, and I, I think he's got his own streaming service. So I, know, I really don't think they're gonna get the only things. Like the only Swift. things I've heard about Taylor Swift is that she she stays out too late, and she's <laughs> got nothing in her brain. I I'm pretty sure those are some of the things I've heard. I can't you're say you're just a hater. You're gonna hate whether or not that's oh. true. Whether or not shake it off too. Shake it off. She also enjoys shaking it off. These mm-hmm. are these are some of the things that Taylor enjoys. Whether or not she. Uh, would go with uh, someone like Apple. That that I can't say, but I did buy her music. Uh, a couple of her songs. I should say three of her from songs. 1984 from from, from she, iTunes. Isn't it 1989? So. Oh, it was 89. I think that's yeah. what it is. I hate to say it she's, though, but I actually she's a like youngin. a lot of them from that album. There's I have three songs from there. Yeah, I, I'll admit yeah. it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, that's enough of that. Yeah, uh, that's good stuff. What do you What do you got for what? us, Matt? Well, hold on. Oh, wait, there's more questions. Okay. No, I just one more question. Do you guys, are you likely to pay for some kind of subscription like this? No. If, whether it be Apple or Spotify or if signing up for Pandora, do you guys do that or do you guys just use free versions or how do you guys listen to music? Just to, just curious. Uh, I do free stuff. <laughs> I, uh,. I like, you know, I've tried a few things. I, I enjoy Pandora from time to time, and I've tried the Spotify, and I've tried mm-hmm. um, iTunes Radio, and then I just kind of stopped using it. I, I probably would be using them more, honestly, if they didn't take up my, uh, you know, phone data plan. Then I good point. Feel, feel like I would be more apt to use something like that. But unfortunately, 
I'm a little bit restricted there. So I do use uh, pretty much Pandora exclusively. Uh, I'm on T-Mobile, so they get the uh, free Pandora streaming. So that doesn't count against my data plan, which is nice. Oh, Um, so you would stick with them maybe, no matter what came out, because... uh, I don't know. I I just need something playing in the background while I'm working. I don't really care too much about what it is, so I'm not... (laughs) (laughs) Pandora fills that role for me, so that, that works out well. Nice. That's all right. Continue. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Well, yeah. So, Matt, you are you ready to... Uh, my article uh, from Gizmodo and also from Australia, uh, or at least an Australian uh, writer, uh, Six Reasons is Worth Being Cautious About Windows 10. Um, and the funny thing about this article is I read the headline, I immediately had to go into the article, read it, and everything just seemed kind of like cop-outs for reasons not to get Windows 10. Uh, the first one was a Cortana, which isn't going to be available in Australia. Uh, doesn't well, you know hurt, hurt us in, in America. Uh, I can't imagine uh, they probably can turn it on. In a, just yeah. it, it may not understand every, sing, every single word they're saying. Uh, something about Start Menu is it's, it's missing some customization, so Start Menu is going to be there. It's just maybe not as customize, customizable as they had originally wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then brought up something about search that uh, Bing was the default uh, search engine, which seems pretty obvious. Um, exactly. Something about the updates always uh, being turned on and you know, no way to turn them off, um, which I don't know. I guess I, I, that seems like it could be a good thing. Um, push to certain programs uh, like Skype. Uh, I don't know. IE is the default there. Skype's probably the default on uh, Windows as well, so that didn't seem like a big problem. And then uh, what's with the name? That seemed like a big reach. Uh, complaining about Windows 10 versus 9, that seems like a long uh, time ago that they should so the, the, the article I think just kind of solidifies that there's not really that much wrong with Windows 10 that we can find out right now so it, it seems pretty solid and it's coming in uh, late July so um, pretty cool stuff uh, the article I don't know it seemed like a big reach to be a, a naysayer from Windows but uh, uh, Halo reach very Halo that's clever <laughs> Cortana <laughs> reference sorry go on <laughs> So, yeah, that's all I got from the article. It's just kind of, I don't know, people are reaching to, to come up with bad parts about Windows, but it it seems like Windows 10's got a lot of going for it, so I guess I'm not too concerned. And it is the version that will probably be like, you know, how XP was or Windows 7 was, every other version. Although, I do like the direction this new CEO is going, so I really, you know, on every platform, and he's really pushing that all out, and I, I think Windows 10 is going to be great. Cool, yeah. I, I think it's going to be <laughs> I'm I'm pretty excited. I, I pre-ordered it. Uh, I got a little pop-up the other day. Did you? Did uh, you? Wait, are you? You don't. You don't have Windows now, Tony, do you? I don't have Windows, but I have heard about that pop-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Sting. I don't really listen to his music, but the fact that he makes it, I respect that. But the fact that they have, the fact that he makes it, I respect the fact that, that it pops up. <laughs> um, All right, but cool. that's nice. Yeah. I mean, not so cool. This actually kind of sounds like uh, <laughs> some things we can reaching. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder if I should have pre-ordered it, <laughs> uh, especially now that I I have officially gone from. This seems kind of crazy, and probably to some people, but I've gone from uh, my Mac to now back to my Windows box. Uh, the first time actually recording on my Windows box. Uh, so I'm kind of dependent on it. So maybe I should wait a little bit before I try to update. Did you, um, you order? Did you have to pay for it, or I no? It was a free update. It is a free update. Uh, yeah, which is kind of confusing. I, that's maybe true, that's just true. there to to build popularity. I'm not exactly. I, sure. And like you know, they'll be able to or, say, "Oh, we've got this many people who've already pre-ordered it." You know, you know, generate buzz. I gotta think. You sound I'm, like a naysayer from the article. 
I'm uh-uh. guessing what's really going on here is maybe, I mean, I'm kind of hoping this is the case. Maybe I'm going to be pushed to the front of some queue um, for pre-ordering. That would be kind of awesome. Uh, but other than that, I really have no idea why they would have that. <laughs> you have a year. You have a year to get it before they start charging you. Sure. Isn't that correct? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Maybe if you... Front of the line to download something. Maybe you can, maybe if you pre-order you you have uh, you know forever to download it then I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe that year goes. It's an interesting thought. Mm. Mm. Cool. Well, all right, Tony, what do you have for us tonight? <laughs> yes, my article is from Ars Technica. Skype for Web opened up in U.S. and U.K. with with plugins. Um, and basically, this is Microsoft going Skype. Um, they are. Opening it up, you can just go to Skype.com and, um, you know, log into Skype and, you know, do your voice and video calls. Um, I did go to this really quickly just to see, and I was on a Windows uh, PC when I did it, and um, you can log in and see who's on Skype right now on your little playlist, or your little playlist, your little, uh, your friends list. Um, and what I, um, and that was pretty much the only thing I was able to do, and I was running Google Chrome at the time, and um it wanted to install a plugin, so I wasn't able to do anything. But I was able to see, you know, my friends on it. Um, but this article does talk about um, kind of the different browsers they use. And no surprise, IE 11 with on Windows 8.1, there were no problems with uh, making voice calls or uh, video calls. Um, but the only thing they talked about that was kind of a, a downer was it was there was no true full screen mode. If you wanted that, it was pretty much the full screen of the browser. And I guess you can maximize the browser. I, Windows A1, I'm, I'm not too familiar with too much, so I, I don't know if that doesn't do a true full screen or not, but um, with that browser, with IE 11, but um, that one did everything. But with uh, Safari on OS X, um, it did crash for video calls. It audio worked, um, but um, uh, no, uh, no video. But, and when answering video calls, uh, it didn't crash, but it, you, it was basically audio only. Uh, but with Chrome in Windows, which used a combination of extensions as well as some standalone executables that you needed to to be able to run it, to be able to get it to work, um, you before you could even try to attempt to make a call. Um, but they were not able to, um, at least in their article, um, to get an outgoing call or an incoming call. Um, and then the last thing, they kind of did touch on this new browser, which I'm not too familiar about, called Edge which I guess is Microsoft's big shooter new one, which is not supposed to. Yeah. And I, I maybe it'll be on Windows 10 when it comes out. Um, I think it is supposed to be the, the default in Windows 10. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if maybe, just a side note, if they're going to throw that on Mac since um, Microsoft does like to put things on every platform now. Um, but anyway, that, that wasn't working at all. And I know that, again, this is all beta, so they do have some bugs to get. But I do like this direction they're going with. But uh, it was interesting to me with when they were trying it on Edge, um, when going to Skype, I thought of it as Chrome. And um, it tried to install Chrome uh, extensions. So, um, But that was about it. And, yeah, again, uh, it is beta, but I kind of like this. Maybe uh, you don't necessarily have the capability to install something, um, but you want to kind of just go to a website and... Uh, talk to your friends and family, it seems like it would be easy. So I, I kind of like this direction that they're going, but it seems like they still have a little little bit to go. I think the thing that uh, just kind of annoyed me was that you had to install, the, it was an actual plugin that you had to install versus just going to a website and having it work uh, through yes. maybe HTML5 or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I And I think maybe right with, 
with Edge, which is supposedly not supposed to support plugins. At least that's what this article said. So maybe down the road they'll they'll be able to you know get away from that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm not so sure. It's something, even though we use Skype here, I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't be. Well, you know, eventually, maybe I, I do enough things in the web browser. Maybe I would eventually try yeah. that here, but um, for now, I probably will stick with what's, you know, uh, it is on all platforms. I mean, the program is on all. Platforms, yeah, exactly. So that's a good yeah. So kind of proven to to work on in its current uh, Mac and Windows applications. So gets on Linux too. If I oh yes, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Yeah, gotcha. All right, yes. cool. I guess uh, guess that'll about do it for the news section. Shall we move on? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. XP Boost. Okay, so today we are talking about, you know, I put down here as the subject uh, force touch, but um, it's really force click and touch because <laughs> Apple has, I think they're using two different names for that. Um, but the two different devices that I've seen them, them refer to that. And, and again, I don't know if I'm guessing they probably don't have to pay Lucasfilm for that name, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of makes me wonder, you know, uh, Google had to pay for the droid thing, right? Or was that Google? Was that actually uh, Samsung that had to do that? I don't know. Oh, Android? Right. Well, you know, you'd think the droid thing, if they have to do the droid thing, I mean, Force is probably the most <laughs> well-known thing in all of Star Wars. Force Touch sounds like a, you know, Jedi after hours type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I like <Nice>. it. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm going to start here with the Apple Watch since that was released uh, first. If anything, any of their devices that use the term force in it, uh, uh, out of all of them, the, the Apple Watch was the first one, which uses, I believe, that's, that is, in any case, when you get that vibration response that, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, that is referred to haptic as haptic feedback. Is that accurate? Yep, I think the haptic feedback is any kind of vibration uh you know, on your on your wrist or the uh, the new MacBook, uh, you know, the the haptic the the click it, it vibrates a little bit to simulate a, a click. So I think that's the uh, the whole haptic feedback. Sure, and you know, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, thank you, Matt. I didn't mean to. Sure, uh, whatever. Cut you, <laughs> did not mean to cut you off. Uh, so it's it, it is uh, primarily <laughs> sounds funny to say primarily used for secondary tasks. <laughs> it, that's. Essentially, what it's there for is um, if you're on if you're in the Apple Watch and you're on a in a within a particular application, some of those applications, if you press down, um, you know, harder than you would normally, uh, you get that that extra vibration and maybe an alternate window comes up of some kind. And I was I was actually at the Apple Store today playing around with that a little bit, and um, I don't I don't quite understand it. <laughs> it seems like. <laughs> It seems like the types of applications you'd need that in, or, or how, the number of applications you would use that in, is kind of few and far between at this point. Um, but you know, I, maybe I didn't get quite enough time to to really dig in there and see all the different applications. And and the whole reason it's funny because I had actually forgotten that the Apple Watch even did that entirely because I 
I'd played around with, you know, uh, two or three Apple Watches prior to that, and I, for whatever reason, I it just com- went completely out of my head that you know when they first brought up the Apple Watch, and then again the next mm-hmm. conference they talked about the Apple Watch. Um, I think they talked about that in both cases, and I for whatever reason just I just didn't I just completely forgotten about it. So I finally got a chance to try that out today, and and the uh, the the nice woman that was speaking to me today at the Apple store, um, you know, showed me on her watch first because only because I was initially looking at the MacBook, um, kind of checking it out there, the, the force click. And, you know, I was trying to figure out what, you know, I, I wasn't quite sold on that. And, um, so she showed me a little more with what you could do with that. And then also proceeded to show me on her, uh, Apple watch, you know, how, how that works on there. And, uh, so with the Apple watch, it, uh, it's, it's very clear that, that, what you're getting is haptic feedback that there's a, a clear vibration that's going on there. You press down, you know, twice as hard as you would for a standard touch. Let's say give, I'm, I'm estimating there, maybe twice as hard, some, something like that. Um, yeah. And you know, it, it's very obvious that that's indeed what's actually happening there. Um, I will say that that vibration you get is a little bit, it's, it's pretty obvious, but there's a little bit of a delay when you actually try to do that force touch on there. And I think that, you know, to me, that kind of echoes back to the times of Tony might remember, what was it? The bold? What was that phone? I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was a, it was a touch was it a Blackberry. Phone. It was a Blackberry, I believe. Yep. And was it, was it called the bold? There was a, there was a bold. I had one. That was a okay. Blackberry bold for like a couple of weeks. Was which one had the haptic feedback on it? Do you remember offhand? Was it that one? That oh, or uh, something along those lines, but oh remember, no, 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 it was their first attempt at a um, touchscreen one. Okay. Oh, the storm was it? The storm that could be it. It, it yeah, honestly, they wanted to compete with whatever the first iPhone was at the time. I don't know if the first gen or second gen, but then they came out with theirs, and that there was a touchscreen completely. But you were able to touch down on the actual screen to try to give it that physical touch. Right. Yeah. I um. I was. Definitely not sold on it at that time. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think a lot of people were. Well, it's funny because at the time when I remember hearing about that, I actually thought it seemed like a pretty cool idea, in theory. You know, on paper. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and then you go. I think it was their next logical step. I really do because a lot, they're most of their demographic. They really like those people with those physical keyboards. Yeah. Uh, that really like that, and they, that was kind of the next step. What, but also, you know, trying to be a little bit innovative with the touchscreen at the time. You know, I, I might, thought it was a good idea. I might actually be confusing that because they they did have a phone where. Well, didn't they have a phone where it was an actual like the screen was a button essentially that you would you would click in? I think yeah, that wasn't was, that what we were talking about? Maybe that's. <laughs> I was thinking they had the the vibration thing going on the whole. But I guess that's maybe a lot of Android phones. Did they have a a bunch of Android phones that have that haptic feedback as it is, mm. where you get that vibration rather than an actual? Oh, maybe actual click behind it. I, I think it was the storm that did the you know where the whole screen was essentially a button. Um, yeah. Which really, and we'll get to that in a second here, but now that I think about it, that might be more what I, the, the impression I get with the, uh, the MacBook uh, force click. But yeah, that's, so that's, that's essentially my impressions of, of the Apple Watch's uh, force touch. It seems, um, it seems okay. Like you don't, you can get away with using it at all. And that's, 
maybe that's the most important takeaway here is it's kind of a neat feature, but you really don't need it at all. So it doesn't really affect anything. And I guess that's maybe smart on Apple's part that they didn't uh, kind of force you into it. Maybe like some of these uh, previous BlackBerry phones had done. Um, but at any rate, yeah. at any rate um, wait, Matt, did you have any uh, thoughts on the Apple Watch, uh, the, the, the Force uh, Touch there by chance? Um, I played around with the Apple Watch a little bit. I haven't done the Force Touch stuff. It's been all the displays where you can't put it on your wrist, so you really can't feel it. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, that, I don't know if I really have much to say about the Apple Watch Force Touch. I, I did play with, around with the MacBook, so I've got some, uh, some comments there. Okay, cool. Ooh. Well, let's dive right into that then. Uh, or Tony, were you were you uh, done also with that one? <clears throat> yeah, I haven't really. Um, I haven't played around with an Apple Watch yet. So okay, uh, <laughs> did you uh, did you uh, by chance when you you said you went to the Apple Store? Did you uh, yeah. perhaps get anything or no no no? Like no I, I, <laughs> or just were you just there to look at stuff? I was looking. Yeah, and, and I have a, a couple friends that that have Apple Watches now, and you know, played around with theirs a little bit. Um, like I said, though, in both those cases. Um, <laughs> didn't think to apparently i didn't think to press down hard enough at all to to do the force touch it and i think in a way i that's probably just you <laughs> someone know, handed you their apple watch you didn't think to just jam on it with your finger exactly yeah. as hard as you can i'm sure that's a big part of it you you, you it's not my watch first yeah, thing like, you don't think about is is yeah pressing down uh, well this is a, harder you know, than you would a very expensive piece of hardware you probably want to you know baby it a little while you know but I don't know. Maybe you you don't need to. I'm not gonna lie. I have, uh, especially lately, I I feel like I've done that a lot on some of my other Apple products that do not feature Force Touch. Though <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I get a little frustrated playing a little Hearthstone, and uh, <laughs> I may want to <laughs> squelch the squelch the opponent more than <laughs> than <laughs> you know you typically would. But anyway, um, yeah, let's force, punch, Shane. force punch. Force <laughs> punch. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, get into the MacBook uh, force click option here. It's this is the the latest uh, MacBook model that Apple has released that features the what they're calling the Taptic engine, which also has this haptic feedback to it. Um, one thing I'll say immediately, I I remember seeing that in the conference saying that that it had the haptic feedback, and I didn't quite. I was kind of questioning that at the time and now the couple times that i played around with the thing in there in the apple store i still don't know if i believe that's what's going on because it really feels like a click in in both cases and one of you might be here to to stop me and correct me and say yes shane this is actually clicking or whatever but but i was actually told today by the same uh lady at the apple store that that's what was going on um in this case, it is. It does use the. It also, is kind of there as for secondary tasks, at least for the, you know, the full-on force touch, because you you press down. It's essentially that there's two levels of clicks rather than your typical one on a MacBook or well any <laughs> any uh, uh, input device for that matter. But it really, as I mentioned, it, it doesn't seem like there's any of that actual. Uh, vibration going on and I believe you know typically you get that vibration like you would with any uh, vibration on a on a phone or or anything like that right through some sort of motor or uh, that's that's going on in there um, you know, what an electromagnet or something Matt are you're kind of into that kind of stuff more probably right <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue how they implemented it yeah 
Okay. Uh, that, that's kind of my, my same impression too. Is uh, I know it's not. Uh, you know, there's no moving parts there, but it did really feel like the a click on the normal, um, you know, like you would normally expect. Um, I, you know, I wasn't really a big fan of the. You push down on it, you get the click, and then you, you like push down harder, and there's a second click. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think it was going to be that the way they. I, I didn't think it was going to be implemented that way. I thought it was just going to be push down, and you get a click, push down a little bit harder, and then something happens on the screen. Sure. Um, so I, I don't know if I was a big fan of that, and I think other, I think other apps can sense what how much pressure you're putting down i think they had some uh you know like photoshop or painting apps where you could uh it would sense how much pressure you're putting down you know make a, a different brush stroke or something like that so that's I think cool. that's going to be kind of cool yeah. um but yeah the, the way it's implemented now is just push down harder you get a second click and that you know brings up the the definition or uh which would be like a you know a three finger click on uh or a three finger tap on something else sure uh, it didn't seem as useful i think they've got enough gestures on the uh, uh the normal trackpad so I, I don't know it seems like just another way of doing gestures and unfortunately they can't make it mandatory right now just because there's so few uh you know laptops out there in the wild with it um so hopefully in the future it'll it'll get uh, a little bit better or they'll at least have more useful stuff with it yeah and that's that's a really that's a really good point i I think um, they're definitely Apple. Apple is clearly working on this on some of those <laughs> devices in order to eventually use this on on iOS, uh, on the phone and the iPad. I think uh, that's clear. Eventually, they're going to be doing this, and it's you know some devices out there are already there. I think, and in fact, um, I don't. I, I didn't know too much about the Newton Tony. I think Tony is kind of the uh, resident expert on the Newton, right? <laughs> Wow, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know anything about the Newton. Um, the the old thing that came out in the early nineties, I think the right. old PDA. Yeah, oh, yeah. Was it a, okay? So, I guess I'm wondering if that was also a uh, you know a, basically a binary sort of device on off. Uh, what it, monochrome? What, it was. It was a touchscreen, but it wasn't like what we see today. I don't even know if it was a multi touch. There was any. There wasn't any sort of pressure sensitivity. Is essentially what I'm. No, kind of wondering. Don't think so. Okay, okay, yeah. just making sure because yeah. I know that was the big thing about. Um, and now I'm, the name is escaping me. But the type of touchscreen that the iPhone first introduced. Do you guys remember what that's called? Oh. The, was it heat sensitive? Something, something poly something or other. I don't remember, but. At yeah. any rate, uh, the certain type of touchscreen that the that was kind of the big revolutionary thing with the iPhone, right? Was the, whatever the, the the certain type of touchscreen that they're using in there, and I yeah. think that was also kind of limiting, and and it didn't allow for the that pressure sensitivity. And now I think it's gotten to the point where they really need to try to try to implement that because there's, there's plenty of applications out there where that I think that uh, pressure sen- sensitivity really could be useful and and. You know, uh, Adobe applications is is a big part of that. I would say. Oh yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, escape. <laughs> I'm sure they come up with uh, additional uses for it too, as as well. Um, you know, pushing oh, down yeah. hard to, to begin with, and then lightening up to maybe drag a, a cursor around to copy certain text or something. I'm, I'm sure they'll come up with some really good. Uh, you know, useful ways of using it. And I think actually a rumor out there is that the next iPhone might have a pressure-sensitive screen as well. So we may be seeing that soon. Uh, so nice. once they bring yeah. it to all the devices, I'm sure they'll find good uses for it. Yeah, yeah I, then perhaps an iPad too. And I'm curious if they would add um, support for, I don't know, some sort of stylus. I mean, you brought up Photoshop, and I'd be curious on something like where, you know, maybe just differentiate between like maybe shading versus a paintbrush versus, I mean, Shane, you know more about this, I think, for Photoshop. But sure. 
And that's funny because so mm-hmm. I know Microsoft uh, and it may have even been one of us did an article on this, uh, you know, uh, quite a few. It seems like it's been quite a while now, but I think Microsoft is working, started working with Adobe for the uh, Surface devices as far as getting in some some multi uh, touch gestures and things in there specifically for Photoshop and which I was kind of disappointed in because Adobe I feel like traditionally Adobe and Apple have had a pretty strong partnership except for that whole flash thing uh, there was that <laughs> may, oh have put a, may have put a damper on things and then I guess they probably diminished the reputation with Samsung too so it, I know you get big soon? enough you just Should we you still just... be talking about that <laughs> No, I think yeah. Does, does anybody like Flash? I, no, I well, certainly not yeah. since that. I think people kind of yeah. open their eyes to yeah, Flash kind of not so great actually, um, but people still use it. And believe it or not, I have friends who are they're still learning it in school. So <laughs> oh, yeah, it's pretty surprising actually. Advertising agencies still love it on websites. Oh man, there's but there's also. It's also pretty. I think it's hard to find a website that's using it. That's using it, you know, as their the whole website. Uh, they're out there for sure, but um, I think not, now they're, there's other things. They've explored different options and different things. Um, I think they're quite well aware of you know iPhones and well even Android phones because the uh, Adobe discontinued support right for Flash on even Android right. I believe so. I know they had it. They were like, oh, yeah, Android has it. And everyone's like, yeah, I could uh, get Flash on it. But it was not a really good experience. At any rate. That's a huge battery drain as well if, if they did support Exactly. That was another oh, part yeah. of it. Too. Yeah, there was just a lot. And I think Apple, like Steve Jobs even said, I think when he was making the iPhone, you know, he, they, they went to Adobe. Like, if you can get a, you know, a, you know, a better version of this for this device, you know, we'll, we'll consider it or whatever. Oh, really? There just wasn't anything. I think there, I, I remember something about it at the time. Now this is, you know, back in 2007 land or even earlier, maybe, but I really bring macro media though. I, I think, uh, <laughs> I think Dreamweaver and, and even though I use Dreamweaver all the time, but Dream, I, I still feel like Dreamweaver and Flash are some of Adobe's, uh, least strong mm. applications out there. Cause that, you know, when they were acquired, um, I feel like they were probably some of the more buggy ones, and, and I could be—I don't know. This is just my personal uh, impression that I got from those applications. But and, and Adobe's done a lot with them at this point. I think they've—they've they've, uh, come a long way with them, but there's still probably plenty of code that was left over in there that's buggy. And in the case of Flash, I think another big part of the Apple's concern was their security uh, issues, and and they're. To this day, they're still constantly coming out with security releases. Oh yeah, things, so. there's so many updates. Always, oh, new Flash update if you want it. You know, if you. <laughs> so I will say, I will say real quick. I will, yeah. I will say real quick too, too that uh, my impression, um, I didn't the force touch thing. It was, it felt like, for whatever reason, I wasn't always getting those two levels of clicks, and I can't exactly describe that other than to say sometimes I'd click once, I'd click twice, and then I'd click what I thought was clicking up two levels, and then I'd try to huh. click back down, and I wouldn't get that second level again. So I think maybe there might be some bugs to get out of that also. Um, but the, the the nice lady at the Apple Store also showed me that you can actually adjust that level of uh, uh, the, the, the strength of the haptic feedback, apparently, which... 
It was kind of interesting to me. And then she and then she power off the machine and showed me you cannot click on that trackpad at all when it's powered off, which I thought was kind of interesting. Huh. Oh, There's also no delay like you get that with the Apple Watch. Also, I should say. I thought yeah, I thought for a replacement for the normal clicking and just you know single click, it was really good. Uh, but that that second level, I wasn't too impressed with. But uh, it does it feels like a physical click. So I think they did a really good job. You know, it's it's a, it's a really good start to you know as, as a first first iteration. Sure. Mm. Well, I think uh, I think that'll about do it. I just want to make one point oh, here. Yeah, go uh, ahead. just. I just decided to look up haptic technology, and yeah. of course, Wikipedia is like the first page that came up. And I just want to know, like, they have the, the very first picture on the Wikipedia page is a Rumble Pack of a Dreamcast controller. Did the Dreamcast nice. have Rumble Packs? I didn't know I, that. I, that's what I thought too. I'm like, <laughs> did they have? But I, I, Nintendo 64 had a Rumble Pack. Yeah. Um, Rumble I'm just, Pack. I'm just thinking, wow. like, wow, that's really old. But that's yeah, a really I'm good just, point. That's, that's considered, you know, you know, haptic technology. So do throw that out there. Do the, the current gen systems have yeah, those? They do. Is, is that yeah. still is that still default? They're not packs. They're yeah. They're built. I mean, the PS3. Just built into the oh, controllers. Yeah, built. Well, like the uh, what is it? The PlayStation. The whole, I don't even know what they're calling their new controllers now for the PlayStation Four. I I don't even know. The yeah. What the heck are those called? Uh, dual yeah. Dual Shock Four. Dual Shock. Right? Is that still? Considered I think it is. I believe so. Oh. If Good I, stuff. I could be wrong, but I believe that's correct. Yep. Nice. That's it. It is a good point, though. That, yeah, the game controllers have been doing it longer than anybody. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, did cool. game controllers have two levels of clicks? <laughs> oh, no. You know, okay, that could be a whole nother topic. It's really <laughs> here we go. No, no, no. I just want to quick oh, mention. Just... I remember thinking back on the Xbox. I remember thinking or hearing at one point that they were supposed to have like pressure sensitive buttons, and I thought every button on that thing was supposed to be pressure sensitive. So I would, I would purposely try to press harder on some oh, I on thought the, that was on the, like the A B buttons. I thought that, that was yeah with the regular Nintendo. I, I was mashing those buttons down it, with well, regular Mario. True. And I think it was only you know this trigger buttons were really ultimately the only ones that were even pressure sensitive. And that's true to these to this day, I think that's unless unless I'm mistaken. I think they are. I just think it's yeah. not many developers actually take advantage of it. Sure. You know, yeah. What is the really the you know if if the button you know shoot your gun? Uh, what is the the you know if if you only hit the button fifty percent you know pressure? Do you, well, I just thought like one do? like sure. you know pushing the button down a little bit, and I don't even know if I'm just thinking this up right now. If this is actually a game I played on whatever PlayStation Three or whatever, but you push the button down a little bit, and then to fire it, you push it down fully. And I I, I gotta say I thought I I thought there was a game like that that I played, but I don't know for sure. Right. But you know it's. I'm not, I'm not sure. So, but yeah, that's interesting. Maybe it is on the PlayStation Four. I don't know. Yep. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, this was fun, guys. <laughs> All right. I guess. I guess that will about do it for today. Um. Thanks for. Uh, thanks for hanging out with this guy. Wait. I. What am I doing? There's more. There's more to be said here. I'm just, but wait. I'm just. I'm just. I'm not gonna. I'm, you know what? I'll be honest here. I am just closing some things down because it is nine o'clock, and I want to make sure that anyone else here on Alpha Geek is able to actually uh, do whatever they got to do. All right. So <laughs> now I can, uh, can carry on. I can carry on to let you guys know that if you would like to write into us 
send us a uh, an email attachment or a voice memo, anything anything along those lines. Write to us, let us know what is on your mind. If you'd like to just you know bitch at us, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we are. You can find us. Uh, you can write to us at techiespodcast at gmail dot com. Our website is niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Please leave us a rating on iTunes. Uh, you can find a link either on our page on the Nice Guy Network website or do a little search in there for Techies Podcast. We are on Stitcher. We are on. We record on Alpha Geek Radio Sundays at 6, 7 Central on Channel 2. So check us out there. We are, uh, we are at Facebook.com slash Techies Podcast and on Twitter at Techies Podcast. That will about do it. Where can I think? I think one of us. I, I all right. Let me just start off by saying I don't. I don't usually uh, say my Twitter handle here, but I'll, I'll say it now. I'll say it here today. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shave Mad Ox. It's kind of a strange name. It's a very strange name, in fact, but it is what it is. And uh, where can anyone find uh, either of you, Tony? he's just laughing over there just a laugher how about matt matt you got anything for us what did you sign up as tony (laughs) i did sign up for twitter i would say yes what's your handle see you know eyeball one two three yes oh it's pretty easy i'm sorry i shouldn't say that because it could be hard how do you spell that eyeball Yep, that's right. Actually, it's, sorry, it's E as in Edward, I as in Igloo, B as in Bravo, L as in Lima. Ooh. E-I-B-L at 1, 2, 3. Wow. Not at was, 1, 2, 3? That was impressive. Sorry. I, no, I, I will that. 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Or I will, usually I'll say Echo India, Bravo, Lima. So. Wow. Because awesome. I have to because everyone decides to throw an E at the end of it or start it with an I or so something. So check out Tony. <laughs> so, yeah, try it out. I'm still trying to figure out the app, but, you know. Spam them. Learn by doing. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I'm going to have to stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I thought I tried out um, mostly for the news, if anything. So, And I'm just nice. basically, I, I'm getting these, you know, I just got an email for someone I don't know who's following me. I'm like, yeah, good luck. You're not, I'm not going to pretty much post anything. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> nice. Oh, I don't sweet. Know. I don't wait, wait. Matt can find him. Does that mean Matt has a Twitter handle? <laughs> <laughs> Not willing to uh, release that information yet? The, the what is mine? I think it's at Hewlock. H-E-W-L-O-C-K. There it is. Nice. Okay. You can spam me too. All right. All you right. can find those. Spam him before me. Hey, you guys did this and I didn't even. Hey, this is this is what happens when I don't give you a hard time about stuff. I that's, guess things happen. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's mm-hmm. fine. Good. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you guys are on there. That's cool. Thanks. That's All right. Well, I guess that's a show, guy. You guys got anything else for us? I think that's about it. WWDC is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, or Tuesday. Is it tomorrow? Tuesday? <laughs> Tuesday, Australia. Tuesday, Australia time. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. And until next time, tech are easy. game.